Hey, welcome to part two of Holidays with Four Sisters and a Brother. If you were with us last week, you heard us talk about Halloween and Thanksgiving, our thoughts and memories. And we're still praying for Candace a week later to be healed from her candy trauma of Halloween. But we want you to join us this week as we talk about Christmas and New Year's. It was my candy. Let it go, Candace. Let it go. <laughs> Anyways, which leads us to the next holiday, biggest holiday of the year. Most people would say it was their favorite holiday, which is Christmas. Now, the word Christmas is Christmas. And so the, the intent of the holiday was to celebrate the birth of Christ. So since Jocelyn talked about intent earlier, that's why we say Christmas or Christmas um, um, and to celebrate, you know, even though we know that the birth of Jesus Christ, Jesus did not necessarily happen on December 25th. It is the day that is set aside to celebrate that. And so um, originally everybody observed it as a Christian holiday. And so um and then we gave give gifts based on the fact that the wise men brought gifts and, you know, those kinds of things. So people would say it's, it's, it's their it's their most favorite holiday. Most people would say that. So what do you think about Christmas now, though? Along with everything else, Christmas is a, a big money making day. Uh, a lot of people, uh, I, I've, I don't know, you know, this too, a lot of people take the Christ out of Christmas and just Xmas and all like that because it's just a day of giving gifts and all or really receiving gifts and all. So uh I don't even think it's some sometimes it's people they like to buy gifts for other people and all like that. But the main thing is to get the gifts and all, you know. Uh used to be kind of centered around kids getting gifts and all, but everybody wants gifts now and all like that, you know. It, it, as much as you spend on me, that's how much you really love me. And I like it. If you don't spend a, <clears throat> you don't spend a lot on me, then you don't really love me like that, you know. <laughs> so and, well, if that's the case, then I guess I don't love none of y'all because <laughs> as you know, I stopped giving gifts some years ago because I'm like, for me, it's more of the gathering. And I guess none of y'all really know it, but when you move away and you're not around family, just being around family is good enough for me. Plus, I can't take all that stuff home anyway, especially if I fly. So keep that in mind. Um, but it's funny how when you when we were when we were younger, and when Christmas used to fall on a Sunday, <laughs> like I do not want to go to church. I want to open my gifts and play. And we couldn't. We always still had to go to church. And I hated it. But, you know. Jesus is the it. reason for the season. You know what? And they say it. And we didn't have the Christmas plays. And we all see is for something. Anxious for, you know, all the all little the programs and all of that stuff. But, I, you know, as a kid, I didn't even go live. I, I didn't want to go to church. I'd rather play with gifts. But as you get older... Um, for me, it's more of the gathering, just just like Leah said about Thanksgiving, it's more of the gathering together um, more than the gifts. I mean, I get it when you have like younger nephews and 
godkids and stuff. And I like the joy of giving them stuff and seeing them like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But for me, it's more of the gathering and just the remembrance of, you know, the whole reason, basically the whole reason Jesus came um, to die for us so we could be in a position to, you know, make it in. I personally just, I like, I like Christmas. I think the top two holidays is probably my birthday and Christmas. But I just like giving gifts. Hold on. Hold on. It's your birthday or holiday? It's a holiday. Everybody's birthday is a holiday. Everybody's birthday is a holiday. It's your personal holiday. There you go. I mean, I didn't get gifts like it was a holiday because, oh, here's your Christmas. Pause. Pause. Speaking of, side note. My birthday was this past week, and I want to indict Candace, Jocelyn, and Dante because none of y'all called me on my birthday. I put, uh, uh, I put the happy birthday thing on. I, the, uh, you hear what I said? I said none of y'all called me for my birthday. Thank you, Tiffany. You're Thank welcome. You, Tiffany. Now, I just want to put, and it's so sad because mommy and daddy didn't call me either. <laughs> but I put I put I'm I put it in the the big family group chat with all my emojis and all my my gifts and stuff. See what you have done. I did the I did the Golden Girls one too. You did a good one, but you did not call me. I, I mean, put I put the woman with the hundred and two and blew out her candles with blew out her teeth. I thought that was funny. Well, I didn't on call the air, you. On the air. You're right. I did, Don't even I edit this, Candace. Sorry, Leah, for not calling you on your birthday. I will do better in the future. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm saying, saying Daddy didn't call me. Daddy called me the next day and was like, Yeah, I thought about it. And then mommy was like, I was mommy said, somebody's birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Both of y'all can't sing because it's a delay signal. So then happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Thank you. Okay, carry on. Let's go back to Christmas now. I forgot what I was saying. So anyway, um, so Christmas, I just like the feels of giving gifts because I more recently try not to like buy gifts. I like to make my gifts because oh, yes. they're more they're more personal, I feel like. And I really do like when I first started, I'll be like thinking of gift ideas in like May. And I started making Christmas gifts way early because I just thought it would be so cool to give you something that was personalized and maybe it'd take me a long time to make it, but it was really thoughtful. So I like Christmas because I like giving gifts that not aren't necessarily bought from the store, but it has an own personal touch. Not whether you use it or not, I don't know, but... At least I tried. That's why I like Christmas. I do like the gatherings of people, you know, sitting around table talk, just like we doing now and getting together with family and all that's great. And, you know, just the vibes of Christmas, the Christmas songs, the the Hallmark Christmas movies with the same plot. 
you know, the the classic <laughs> Christmas movies, the Christmas story, this Christmas, like all these Christmas, it's just, it just feels so nice. The one downside is when it snows really bad. But even I like that as long as it don't last for that long. You know, I would say one thing to what Tiffany said um, first, her not getting us gifts anymore is kind of upsetting because she gave some really, really good gifts. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. yes. I mean, she yes. gave me, I, I can't even remember all the stuff she bought. I was like, oh yeah, Tiffany's gift was going to be really good. <laughs> I still got that magic bullet. I be using my magic bullet. I, I use my magic bullet too. Yeah. I was like, shoot. What's the magic bullet? It's a blender, oh, people. It's a blender. Oh, okay. All I right. be asking, uh, I ask Alexa, Alexa what the weather going to be every morning. She got us that. Now, I she mean, may yes. be wrong, but she there. And she might be spying on our conversations. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm glad she got us one. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I do like Christmas, and I also like the idea of gift-giving. From my standpoint, I I do themes for my Christmas gifts, so everyone gets the same theme of gift. They may not get the same gift. It may be around the same theme, though, um, and I find it easier to do. And I think it's, I think it's my time to kind of get creative in how I gift-give, gift-give. But on the side note, and probably something that's more important to me, is that I'm kind of grateful that I can give a gift at all because there Amen. was a point in time where it was like, look, I have a handful of Tic Tacs. That's what I got. Like I didn't have any money. Like I was about broke. And so when I had the ability to actually give gifts on a regular basis and I actually had a full-time job and you know, that I, I could actually do some extra at the end of the year, I was happy that I was able to at least do that much. So Christmas gift giving to me was more or less an opportunity to be grateful that I can even do it at all. But see, that's what, that's to me, that's the thing with Christmas. It stresses people out. And I think the hyping it up, you know, as far as, far as the sales and, you know, everybody's getting, getting, getting. And you, you, if you got kids, you know, they want, want, want. And the pressure of it, it, it can be just overwhelming. And I think that while it is one of the most happy, happiest times for a lot of people, um, it can also be one of the most devastating, stressful and terrible times for a whole population of people who can't buy who don't have family, who are struggling. And so I think the decommercializing of Christmas is necessary because for it's wreaking havoc to me on our society. Do you notice how, and then sometimes it's not necessarily the stress building up to it, it's the letdown after Christmas. So you mm -hmm. have you seen people that, that run and run and they decorate and everything, like it's, they got Christmas trees everywhere. They've got gift buying for, every, they're attending every holiday party. They're around caroling. They're doing all these things leading up to Christmas. And then December 26th, they are completely depressed because they've had this, emotional high for so long and now it's over yeah and they also Gosh. become different people during it because gift not just gift giving but donations to all kinds of non-for-profits um shoot up around the holidays but then it's like if it's today like right now like we're we're, film, we're, we're recording this in september they're like who are you it's not a, it's not a holiday mm -hmm. and so people don't do anything for people as if they're not in need now. 
you know. Exactly. And I, so I'm, they they wait till a holiday comes around and says that's the time I'm against the Salvation Army. You know, the Salvation Army needs your donations now. Just yeah, that part, that part right there. Uh, people are hungry all 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 year round and all, but Thanksgiving and Christmas and all like that. I'm gonna feed somebody this day. But the other 363 days, 64 days out of the year and all, they're hungry them days too and all, or they need them days also. But I ain't worried about them days right there. You know, they'd be all right. You know, it's just kind of that that attitude and all like that. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Do like you all give? Your list. I'm sorry. Do uh, you all give and volunteer all year round? I would do, I do. more. I do. I do a lot. I do. I volunteer year round. It may not be with food, but like I always go to Camp Whack. That's kids with disabilities. Like one of my main things is community service. So I do volunteer mega sports camp. That's with the community. I mean, sometimes I things. Sometimes what I do, and I, I don't, I don't necessarily. It's not even with a, a group per se, and all like that. But I take it a, a individual basis of myself, and all like that, just to do something. You know, back and out. So I get uh, to Salvation Army. I yeah, just took a load there a couple weeks ago. I think that for some people, that's their gift and their calling is outreach, and they like to be in the trenches and doing things. Me, I don't feel like that's my callings, and I, I'm not saying that to be funny, but I think we all have gifts, and and you know, we all have things that we lend. And so for me, I may not be in the trenches. I know y'all used to go out with the homeless ministry and stuff like that. I might not be, you know, in the trenches, but I do give financially to make sure that they're supplied. And sometimes they do need hands. So I'll go if they need hands, but you know, it's not necessarily my first love or my first uh, calling. And so, you know, we, I, I do try since Tiffany brought that up, but most of it for me, mostly it's, it's giving monetarily. Um, Anyways, but yeah, and so my last thing, my last question when it comes to Christmas is, do you think that, well, actually I have a couple things. First thing we'll say, do you think that there should be boundaries or parents should observe boundaries when it comes to, to gift giving? Like, have you seen people who give their kids like mountains of gifts? And, um, and then I know some of my friends who have kids they say we get one family gift and everybody gets two other gifts. Do you think that's a good idea to do? Because, um, you know, we, we talk about in, in the Halloween part, exposing your kids to spirits or whatever. But I feel like you can do that with anything. And even in the Christmas holiday, when it overshadows the reason why you are celebrating Christmas and you opened your child up to a spirit of greed where they think that they are owed everything. And I think this goes back even to um, other episodes that we talk about. I mean, y'all know I taught school and I had a kid ask me, Miss Britton, what you going to get us for Christmas? And I said, excuse me, you supposed to get us a gift for Christmas because you're the teacher and we're the students. I said, I don't have to give you nothing. I said, because you know what? I have to pay for that out of my own pocket. And do you really deserve something from me? Well, every teacher is always giving me a gift. So I just want to know what you're going to get me. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, no, you did not. And then 
that year I decided that I didn't want to spend a lot of money. So if y'all remember scholastic books, my kids used to buy them and I built up points in my own teacher account so that I was able to get free books. And so I ordered free books and some of the, and now it comes with toys and different things like that. So I bought the books with my points and I got the toys and it was very minimal. I didn't have to spend that much, maybe like 10 bucks for shipping or something like that. And so everybody got to choose a book, like a toy, like a pencil or whatever. They didn't like that. were ungrateful. Because <laughs> they rolled over Thanksgiving. You a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They rolled oh over the blood. They were not. And then I looked around and some of them, was, it was on the floor. You know, they left them on the top of their desk. I said, oh. oh. And so the next the next year, I told my teaching partner, I'm not getting anything. And to be quite honest, I actually did, but I bought it for six students out of 20. <laughs> and, I heard it, and I snuck it to them. I was like, here you go. This is your Christmas gift. Merry Christmas. But I didn't give the rest of them because I, I, I'm tired of that mentality. But I feel like the Christmas season and how things have run in our nation has made especially children think that they are the prize and that we should always be giving them something. Not did they want Christmas gifts. They were like the Christmas party. You're supposed to bring us cookies and juice and or cupcakes or whatever. And I'm like, no. But to that, I think growing up, we basically got everything we wanted. Like we would go into Sears catalog and circle. I mean, not everything, but we got a lot of stuff. And I think it just goes back to the parenting. Yeah, you can get this stuff, but still know how to be grateful even if you don't get something. And I think that's that's a whole parenting parenting issue um, when it comes to getting stuff because, I mean, we got a lot of stuff. Like our living room was filled, bikes, and Barbie stuff and clothes and we got easy we got bake oven. Fair. Uh, I think well well yes and no. So when we was a lot younger, we got a lot of things and all, uh, but as we got older, that number went down gradually. And uh, it went down a whole lot. Cause I remember a couple Christmases, uh specifically uh three in a row, I asked for the same I asked for one thing. And I did not get my one thing. Now, granted, it was a, a moped scooter and all like that, you know, but uh, <laughs> I didn't get that thing, though. But uh, uh, still grateful. I, I got to the point where um, I was grateful for whatever I got and all because, you know, um, I, I realized it was people who was out there who wasn't getting anything, you know, uh, uh, people, not nobody I knew because all my friends and all I get, it was like their parents was rich or they just went bent over backwards to get them, ex, you know, exactly everything they wanted to get and everything. But uh, uh, I mean, in our household, like for one, for example, uh, we did not believe in Santa Claus growing up because I remember my my uh, and we did not have a Christmas tree growing up either. I was talking to somebody about my dad at my job and I was like, so for me to get older and all I get to not have a Christmas tree. Uh, that was not no big deal and all, but for some people, that's like, it's not Christmas without a Christmas tree. It's not a Christmas and knowledge. We go to the mall and talk to Santa Claus and all, you know, and, and my kids, when my kids was young and all, I let them know, ain't no Santa Claus. I buy them gifts. 
and all like that. And then when I said that, their uh, mom got upset at me because she was just like, you're taking the the, the magicalness out of the, the imagination out of it. I'm like, no, nah, they need to know ahead of time that dad buys them gifts and all. Ain't no little ain't no little man coming around here uh, dropping them chimneys <laughs> and all like that and uh, dropping off gifts for these kids and all like that. If they didn't get something, if they didn't get something, I couldn't get that because I couldn't afford that. That's what that was and all like that. If they got something, yeah, I did that. I mean, okay. You know what? I did that as I taught third grade. You know, we were raised to, to not necessarily believe in Santa, but um, and so it was no, you know, for me, that's not a big deal. And I had one of my third graders, I was grading papers, so I wasn't paying. 100% attention. And he said, Miss mm -hmm. Britton, he was crying. He said, so-and-so says Santa Claus is not real. Is Santa Claus not real? I was like, no, he's not real. And I just kept on grading papers. And <laughs> he had lost it completely. He started crying, hyperventilating. I was like, he's real to you. He's <laughs> <laughs> I did not want his mama to call me and tell me, tell me I had destroyed her child's, uh, you know, her child's childhood of her child because I told him there wasn't any Santa Claus again that's one of those things because I, I want I, I wrestle with that because you tell well ain't no big fat man coming down my chimney and delivering gifts you know that's impossible da, da, da. but then when we look at the Bible and we say a man got swallowed by a whale we want them to believe that because ah, and so I think that and I I think I think I think I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I think about that. But I'll, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get it. So this is my last question about Christmas. What is your best Christmas holiday memory? I can tell you exactly what happened. And I told this story before to other people, and I equated it to a message that I was actually teaching. But I was young, young. I can't remember. I was maybe four or five. I'm not for sure if Candace is born yet. And I was upset because in my four or five year old mind, I equated um, like, I don't know, love, I guess, with gifts at that time of the year because you're young and you don't you don't think too much about it. But uh, we were at our old little bitty house and all of you, all of you, Dante, Tiffany, Leah, all had we sectioned off the living room, if you remember. And you all had your own sections of where your gifts lay, were, were laid. And all of you had tons of gifts, tons of gifts already. Like we a week before Christmas, all of it was just sitting in there. And things from family members, things from uh, our grandmother, things from our aunts. And I looked at my section and I had one gift and that was from Nana and I knew it was just underwear. And I was like, oh, and I was sad as a four or five-year-old kid because I was like, oh. And so it went on this, it went this way for weeks. It was like two weeks or a week or so. And every day I would get up and I think someone else gave me something else and nobody gave me anything. It was just one gift. And I was like, so the night before Christmas, on Christmas Eve, I went to bed seriously sad. I was like, and I slept that night. And when people got up to go get their gifts, I, I I was the last to get up because I was like, there's nothing to really see. But I was like, fine. So I get up and I round the corner 
and I have a mound of toys. I mean, a mountain of toys. Like Tiffany said, it was when the year I got my Teddy Rubskin, I got that glow worm. I got all kinds of things. And it dawned on me in, in my older year, actually then, it dawned on me then that the reason why I didn't have it all there prepared ahead of time was because it was so much. It My parents had bought me so much stuff that they couldn't lay it all out and wrap everything. And so they had to do it the the, the uh, Christmas before. And so I remember rocking around the corner and I was like, my four or five year old eyes just lit up. And I was like, oh my gosh, they do know that I, I exist. They do know that I'm here, you know? And I remember that just as clear as day. And I equated that to a message not too long ago, but I won't talk about the message, but I feel what the message is. Sometimes yeah, I, don't I was like, you oh, know, yeah. nobody has prepared for you. And you here you are thinking that you are only deserving of this much. And he's like, no, no, I have all of this that I'm doing for you. You just can't see it yet. And he's just waiting for the appointed time to reveal it all. And I tell you, I tell you, when he did that for me as a four or five-year-old, I got the message when I was 25, 30. <laughs> That's when I got that message. I was like, the Lord is good. Amen. Oh, oh but yeah, I got one. I, I remember I mean that. My my favorite Christmas, I feel like uh, it was, I was thinking about childhood, but I was also thinking about, I was more grown at this time. I don't remember what how, how old I was. But uh, prior to this Christmas and all, I never really had a lot to get everybody with something. I always wanted to get everybody something and I like, uh, you know, kids included and all. But this particular Christmas, uh, all of you guys, you told me what you wanted, like specifically what you wanted. And I got to be able to get exactly what you wanted and all I like that. And I don't remember everything that I got everybody and all I like that. But I know Leah, she said she wanted like a, a speaking something on a computer or something like that. And then like Tiffany, she was like something about some type of socks or something like that. And it was something else too and all. And then I, I don't remember what it was, but it was whatever it was. Whatever y'all said to you, like you really wanted, I really got to get that thing that year and all like that, you know, that and then the kids got some things that they really wanted too and all like that. And I would have to say to date, that is the best Christmas that I've ever had because I got the, I got to actually get the things that everybody wanted. And uh, that's something that I've always liked to do is I, I'm, I love to give gifts, I love to give gifts and all like that. So when I have the opportunity to be the, the giver and all like that, that was like absolutely the best Christmas, I think, of today. I think my best, uh, well, one of my fondest memories. Okay, let me build this story. Christmas number one, Dante, Leah, get a big wheel. I'm thinking I'm going to get a big wheel. I got a tricycle. Christmas number two, Dante, Leah and Jocelyn got like little BMX bikes. I got a banana seat. Okay. <laughs> Christmas number three. Finally, I was like, I want a mountain bike. And I got my mountain bike. Leah and Dante got um the little the the 10 speeds that have the little ram handlebars. Yep. But I got 
my mountain bike. And I was like, yes, I felt like I finally got the better bike out of us three because the the tricycle and the banana seat, in my mind, wasn't it. But, you know, I was still grateful. I had a bike. I learned how to ride and all of that stuff. But that mountain bike right there, I asked for it and I got it. That was it right there. Mm-hmm. Candace, I would say <clears throat> for me, I don't know. Like, I think Christmas is just great every year. But I do remember when I got my first big bike, my first big mountain bike. It actually, mommy and daddy took me to the store to purchase it. And I didn't know. And this time, you know, he always asked to go off to the, uh, to the toys like I want to go to the toys and while they shopping around the mall or the store or whatever and they actually let me go and I was like oh okay so I'm roaming around a toy section playing with all the toys and apparently they picked the bike up rolled it right past me <laughs> I guess my back was turned paid for it put it in the trunk and then came back and got me and then it wasn't it wasn't um in the house that Christmas morning and daddy opened the garage and he rolled it in. I was like, oh my gosh, I got a bike. I was so happy for that bike. I didn't want it to get it dirty. So I like, I will always bring it in the house. Mommy only let that last for so long, but I would bring it back in the house and like sit it in the living room for like maybe a week or so. And then she was like, put that thing in a garage. Cause at that point I was just probably tracking in mud, but I rode that bike everywhere, everywhere. I was in the neighborhoods. We went up to the Walgreens. That was like, I did everything with that bike until it was no longer my size. But I think it wasn't until they actually moved from that house that they got rid of that bike. That was my bike. And it was purple and pink. Well, my memory is not about getting a gift at all. I mean, I remember the gifts that I got, but the thing that sticks out the most in my mind is Nana's house and Nana's Christmas decorations. With the little tinsel. Particularly, <sighs> thing that I hated the most. The scary that doll. scary doll. Scary doll. <laughs> he had that Christmas doll. It had like a necklace that had a Santa around it. And it was like a three foot tall doll but it was an older doll. So it wasn't like a modern kind of doll and his eyes were wide open and his hand would just stick out almost parallel or perpendicular to the body. And you would have to lean it against the wall and it had that one arm that stuck out. <laughs> and I don't know who did something terrible to her hair, but they cut it. So it looked like a mullet thing. And so it was crazy. <laughs> Uh, and you know, we always used to take turns spending the night over Nana's house. So we helped her decorate one day. And I was like, do we have to put the doll? She's like, yes. She always made us put the doll by the fireplace. Well, that was my turn to spend the night over her house. And she's like, Leah, go downstairs and cut off that light with the doll down there. <laughs> <laughs> I was paralyzed with fear because that doll just stared at you with Santa Claus hanging around his neck 
<laughs> it was like Leah was taking so long and I was just standing on the bottom of the step because I couldn't move because the doll was staring at me. <laughs> and I remember I ran past it, hurried up and hit the light. I fell going back up. <laughs> that ugly Christmas doll. And I think it was Nedra's doll or something that she saved. But as much as I asked her not to put that doll out, she put it out every year. And for about three years straight, I was scared of that Christmas doll. It was just scary. So that's like a memory that's ingrained in my mind about Christmas. But other than when she when she passed away, I believe that that doll was in the upstairs bedroom. And it probably like wants the doll. I was like, I mean, (laughs) I don't want that doll. (laughs) That doll and me did not get along. But in in general, I just always like Christmas. My favorite thing about Christmas was when the Christmas specials would come on, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red Nosed Rainbow. Or rainbow, <laughs> the red nosed reindeer. <laughs> but my favorite is when we first saw a Christmas story. Man, that was like the greatest. I remember watching that on Dearborn when we lived on Dearborn. But that's our Christmas series. Yeah. So, um, the holidays, the holidays are great. Okay. So, last holiday in the holiday season, of course, is New Year's, which is exactly seven days after christmas and you know people you know you got new year's new year's uh, yeah i have mixed years is great you know it's jocelyn's birthday but you know i I get that new year's is great because it's jocelyn's birthday on the dot she's a january 1st baby like she started the new year but um but new year's is also kind of like a letdown you know what i'm saying it is not a letdown. It the reason why is the holiday season, and we've had Halloween, then we went through Thanksgiving, then we went through Christmas, and when you hit New Year's, you know it's all over. The next, the next big rush, at least in my world, is spring break. But people who work year round, what do you have to look forward to? The Fourth of July. <laughs> Dang. Dang. That's it. <laughs> 4th of July. You got six more months, seven months. Memorial Day. Well, I guess you get Memorial Day and maybe President's Day. And maybe Valentine's Day. That ain't nothing. <laughs> Black History Month. Does that count? It's not quite a holiday, but. Yeah, like, so then I feel like people just kind of get this a, a slight depression on, you know, New Year's because, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's like the. Hmm. But anyways, okay, so like Jackie Hill Perry says, in Black church on New Year's Eve, you got to have watch night service. And most of the Black community uh, churches have what we call watch night services, where you will go and ring in New Year praying or worshiping in and church. Don't do that in the white church. That's for sure. Not do that in the white church. When we have, have Christmas services, but not no New Year's. So my church is mixed and it's pretty evenly mixed. And we were like, we were doing watch night. And then once we start, we gained traction with our counterparts, our lighter skin counterparts, we noticed they wasn't coming to watch night, but they were asking for a Christmas Eve service. So we did them both for a while because white culture, they, they like Christmas Eve, black culture. We're going to be in church on before you go to the club. I don't care if you're not saved, nothing. You're going to be at church. 
bringing in a new year. You're going to at least be praying just in case the rapture come in midnight. At least you'd be in that. <laughs> that was most people's mentality. You get in there, you pray in the new year, then you go on out and have fun. So, you know, that's what the new years consisted of for most of us that grew up at black church. Thoughts. Mm. I, I have a memory. I have a memory because you know when they was like the basically the world was going to end in two thousand. And yeah. I remembered that I was at BT, and we were praying in the new year. And I don't know why you don't think about these things, but other countries' New Year's turn or New Year turns New Year before ours. So everybody else is bringing in the New Year. I'm like, well, ain't nothing happened to them. But, you know, I thought when I opened up my eyes, the lights were going to be off and, you know, because they was like the computer systems that something about the zeros and all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of scared for for a split second there. I was because, you know, they they get you all hype and stuff, but then nothing happened. Well, you, you know, at that time, uh I have to say, uh, at that particular time, 99 coming into 2000, I was not saved at that time. So um, my motives was not about church at all at that time, uh, not even close. And I know what I was doing, which I'm not going to say right now what I was doing. Maybe after I'll, we get offline, I'll tell you. And, uh, but, uh, Being ratchet. I, I, was not, I, was, I can tell you one thing. I wasn't at church. I was not mm -hmm. at church at all. No, I can't. Mm -hmm. no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that particular time. And, and, and in the back of my mind, see, growing up in church and all, but still not in church, not saved at the time and all, you know, I knew about that. I knew and I thought about that, but it, it did not over, it did not, uh, it did not make me scared enough to be like, you know, I need to do this, that, and the other and all. Because so I'm just like, no. Nah, I had a goal in my mind, which I was going to do at that time. And all the lights stayed on and all I guess so I was just like, well, I guess we can't do what we was going to do then. So we're going to do something else. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh -huh. that was uh, that was a crazy time. Right there. He was about oh, to go no, steal no. something. He was about to huh? break in somebody's store and start stealing stuff. Yep, that's what we was going to do. Yep, mm -hmm. that's the next <laughs> that we, we was ready to it now. So uh, nothing like that happened. So. You didn't do that, though, so. But. Well, I, for me, New Year's has always been different because it is on my birthday. It falls directly on my birthday. And for years, I looked at it as a, both a good thing and a bad thing. And a, a part of me is just immaturity. It's just immaturity for years because it was like I never really got to celebrate my birthday as an individual day. And it was so close to Christmas, people would say, oh, Whatever we get you for Christmas is going to be your Christmas and your birthday gift. So I never really got too many things for my birthday. And I don't recall it being really, really, because, I mean, you spend a lot of money for Christmas. You know, we've already talked about that. Then New Year's comes around. It's like, well, I don't have anything else to give, you know. So I always kind of felt like New Year's was both good and a little down. I had to start making New Year's celebratory for myself. Um, not just uh, for a birthday, but as a holiday, as being thankful to see a whole nother year because it didn't have to be. Um, I know plenty of people who didn't make it to my age. 
you know, so I have to find a way to be grateful for the holiday, regardless of what I would or wouldn't get, you know, it being on my birthday. Yeah. I got to say, Jocelyn, yo, yo, um, your your things that you do on your birthday and all like that, I kind of look forward to those and all because she'd be always thinking about something like, we gonna do this. I'm like, yeah, let's go and do that, boy. Went to the gut ranch that one year, boy, boy, that was, yeah, yeah. And I think just I already yeah. planned to go to the little thing that the air the airtron thing or whatever it is. I fly. Yeah, I fly. Yeah, when you do that, so keep it on skydiving. Yes, I want to do that for my birthday. Well, I think Where, that where's that at? There's Where's one that in Ohio. Here? So we're going to Ohio? Ohio? We're going to Ohio? I haven't looked all through that whole option yet. We, we can swing back to that later. Okay. So the only the other significant thing about New Year's Day is you've had two holidays where we've eaten very heftily, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then you get to, to January 1st, and we always had a family meal again. But this one was different. Because, and I don't even know where these traditions came from. I just know we observe them to eat cabbage. I remember that cabbage. Black eyed peas. And black eyed peas. And I cannot stand black eyed peas. I do not like them in any way, shape, or form. I am like Sam I am. I do not like them on a train. I do not like them <laughs> on a train. I do not like them on a stool. I do not like them in the tools. I don't like, I do not like black eyed peas. But every New Year, Daddy would always get all these big heads of cabbage, and he'd be soaking them on nasty black eyed peas, and have pops <laughs> and cornbread, and that would be like our dinner for that day. And I'll just be searching around for some Christmas leftovers. Any macaroni and cheese left? Now I have a question about that. Is it is it tradition, or is it um, what do you call one of those things? Superstition superstition or is it something that comes from slavery or something like that because i learned if that's a superstition then i have questions about why church folks doing it mm. i think it's a superstition because I, I feel like it was like done for good luck and prosperity or something no it's like cabbage Same. it's supposed to be like cabbage and uh uh brisket or something like that you know it, i don't know this Maybe another cultures they do brisket too now because we sell a lot of brisket around the beginning they of the year. His daddy would have brisket too, but it says here: remember, black eyed peas on New Year's Day brings good luck for the entire year. So that's why mm -hmm. people do it. I don't know. Maybe it's to clean out your system and all because that's what it's going to do: clean out your system for the holiday. <laughs> yes, they're just nasty. There's nothing good about black eyed peas. Whatever now. They're all, all of those dishes are supposed to bring good luck for the new year. And then there's always New Year's resolutions that nobody sticks to. Luck? Mm -hmm. Luck? We don't do luck. The <laughs> well, tell daddy so he don't make no cabbage this year. I think it's been a while since he's busted that out, though. No. No, I really feel like he didn't have some in the last couple of years. Yeah, so, I mean, I, it, it, I think he just he's done it for so long and all like that. It's just he might not look at his luck. He's just like that's just what I do, you know. It's like one of those things. Like, have you ever done this? For example, 
you might do something like, for example, uh, you get finished with cooking something and you put grease in the can and all, you know, and you might have seen your parents do that growing up and you start doing that. And then after a while, somebody asks you, well, why do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just seen my parents do that and all, you know, and that might be a thing. You know, he's done it for so long. He's just like, I always do I that. Think, at and time. I do think that's true because Nana used to say that. And I'm like, I thought we didn't believe in luck, but okay. But that's just what she did. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's a wrap for our holidays. We we hope you enjoyed hearing about our thoughts about the holidays and some of our memories about our holidays. We hope that you have phenomenal holiday celebrations this year, that they are safe, that they're with people that you love, and that you honor God and what you do as you uh, move out of 2023 and into 2024. So we say happy Halloween. I'm going to say it for the people who out there do celebrate it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's no happy demons. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas to everyone. And happy New Year from four sisters and a brother. Have a great and happy New Year. And we will see you the next time.